0: Welcome to The Flashback, with your hosts, Andrew and Chase. This is a
1: podcast about revisiting media from your youth and trying to decide if it's still good, or at least not terrible. So let's get ready to remember some stuff.
0: Oh, oh, thank you, Mathilde, for our intro. Yeah, Mathilde, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Every week uh looking at our levels this is the thing we do every time at the beginning is just stare at our levels and and yeah. think is it good
1: are we doing all right and i want to make sure as a loud person that i don't drown you out
0: yeah no you're fine we had the same conversation call last time i'm soft spoken yeah uh i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. well fair enough well as matilde said this is the flashback welcome to our second episode, yep. we were probably going to do this sooner, but here's the thing. No one's waiting on this. No one cares. My
1: uh, my family is. Your family is? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I make Andrew's my family. son listen to it every <laughs> every night if he's bad. Those
0: are his first memories. <laughs> being force-fed a bad podcast.
1: I think it was a great podcast. I listened to our last episode. I really liked it a lot.
0: Uh, well, as long as we're making it for ourselves and we're happy with it, yeah. then I think that's fine. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, last week, last week, who am I kidding? Last episode, we talked about Deep Space Nine. Uh, this time, we're going into the realm of films.
1: We are, and with one of the most popular directors of all time. Yeah,
0: and, and I have to say, Sir I, Steven Spielberg, I am a huge fan of Spielberg. Um, yeah. I was going to, maybe we'll get into this. How do you I, feel about him hating on Netflix right now? I don't care. Okay, that's fine. I mean, like, I get it, and... Like Netflix, I don't know. The thing is, Netflix doesn't pay. I this is you like didn't very. Care. No, I do care. Well, <laughs> I don't care what he says. What I'm saying is, Netflix, from what I've heard of the industry, is okay. they don't pay uh, good residuals. Uh, what are residuals? to their actors? So if you're an actor in a movie, anytime that movie is rebroadcast, you, you get some of that. You cash. get some of that money. Yeah, and interesting. Um, you know, or a TV show or whatever. And so so like
1: Kramer is just rolling in the dough still oh, because of all the Seinfeld reruns. Oh
0: yes. Oh yes, all those people. Um the friends people, any of those big sitcom people, they've right. some money. But Netflix pays way less in terms of residuals. Mm. They they pay you outright less to be in a Have anything. you heard why? Uh just because they are they consider themselves sort of outside the the system of Hollywood. They consider themselves more of a startup. And so they're like, we're going to do it different. But in return, they green light more TV show, you know, shows and movies than, than any other place. Like they're throwing their money around. So, in a lot of people's minds, that's like a trade off. It's like, well, we'll get paid less, but we get to kind of make so
1: established movie stars wouldn't go there. But if you're trying to get into the industry, maybe Netflix is the way for you to go. If you're on the cusp,
0: yeah, but they are going after big directors now. Like Alfonso mm. Cuaron, like he just won the Oscar for his movie that he made for Netflix. Oh, okay. Which was Roma. Right. And so that's what which Spielberg's I never mad about. I, I know, I should. I, I need was to it about that. Gypsies? No, it's actually about Mexico City Okay, in the like, 70s. Well, that's what Roma's white. about. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's great. But uh, okay. uh so Spielberg, Spielberg. You like uh, Spielberg. Who I do like him. Though? No, who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who doesn't? I will say this. He has two modes in the maybe the last 10 years. He'll go between serious adult drama dramas about uh, Tom Hanks just trying to do, do, trying to do a good job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like trying to be a good Did he direct Scully? Uh, You know, he should have because that's. That's like exactly that type of movie, but he did direct Bridge of Spies, which is just Tom Hanks wanting to like be a good lawyer and have integrity and like uphold the Constitution. (laughs) Uh, And he did The Post, which is uh, a bunch of news, you know, journalists trying to have like good journalism ethics. Is it about Watergate? Uh, no, it's like before Watergate. It's the publication of the Pentagon papers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when the Washington Post published them kind of against the advice of like.
1: At the United States government. Nixon
0: was going to all pissed about it and stuff. Yeah. So, but those are great movies. Like, I think the problem is they don't have good marketing or they're just solely marketed to like boomers who like. Right. Rather. But they could be for everybody. But they could be for everybody. Right. I love those movies. I think they're very well made. I think. Spielberg, like, where he gets into the point where I don't really like him, right, I'm just, like, indifferent, is where he's trying to go back to his, like, uh, blockbuster fun movies, which right. is like, Ready Player One, which was, like, thoroughly whatever, like, I just have no...
1: You just referenced three movies in a row that I'd never seen. Oh, I've heard about. Well, I yeah. heard about two of them by you, and Ready Player One only <laughs> once. And then
0: the I thought the, we were going to
1: talk about Indiana Jones.
0: The fun movie he did before that was the BFG, which I was very excited for because I love that book. And it was just mm. like it was like whatever. Like there were things about it that were fine, right? And, but overall, it just left me cold. Like I was just like, "This is isn't this a Steven great.
1: Spielberg podcast?"
0: No, we're giving context about Spielberg. I'm just trying sassy. to say.
1: I'm sorry if you felt attacked right no, then. No, no, no. But I mean,
0: <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to go on record here and say that Hook is his second worst movie. Interesting. That he's ever made. What's the first worst? Probably uh 1941. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I saw that once, and it was it was okay. I think everyone just hates that, but like. We'll get into it, but Hook was just deeply annoying to me. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, So so interesting. I want to ask you though first,
1: because this will be this will. I had a different feeling about Hook.
0: Yeah, but you felt good about it.
1: I don't know if that's the word.
0: Well, tell me your history of Hook. Did you see it like in theaters? I think I did. Ninety one.
1: I think I did in theaters. So I would have been seven. You would have been eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm seven years old. I think I went with the family. Uh I'm the youngest child. Yeah. You know. It's a family movie. Let's go watch it. Yes. If, if that's not when I first saw it, I know that I watched the VHS multiple times. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't think we ever owned it, but mm-hmm. I think that that was a rental that we made.
0: You rented it several times or like for your friends had it or something.
1: Something like that. that, Yeah. Like you borrowed it. Do you remember
0: borrowing VHSs? Yeah, I remember that. It was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot of times they would be like taped off TV of like Mm -hmm. your friend. And so it's like maybe a channel you don't get. So you're seeing like different commercials than you're used to. Yeah. Like fancy commercials. Cable commercials.
1: I will say this. (laughs) Uh, A childhood friend of mine's mother recently passed away. Mm-hmm. And one memory, I remember of her going to her house. Uh-huh. She recorded the finale, or like a very special episode of Full House. Okay. There was like a TV clip downstairs, being like, "Tonight's very special episode <laughs> of Full House," mm-hmm. and like Danny had to deal with drug addiction or something. I don't know yeah. some some made up thing. And Somewhat, she goes, yeah. she yells down, and she goes, "We better record that." <laughs> and for some reason, when I heard about her passing, that was like the standalone that was a thing memory. You'd it like came roaring back. Mm-hmm. Um that's all. That's okay. the end of that story. I
0: like that. That was yeah. a good story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um similarly, I had uh I don't think I saw it in theaters because that was a rare thing when I was okay. a kid. like yeah. we just did not, you know. Yeah. I think it was just a money thing. Um But, yeah, I definitely watched it. And I remember seeing the commercials for it and being, like, confused. Like, some of the ads, it was, like, it played up a lot, the sort of mystery aspect of, like, the first part of the movie when the kids are missing and Wendy is, like he's back or, or something says something cryptic, you know, it shows like the, the doors blow open and the wind come in. Right. And like the kind of spooky music, that's kind of what it played up. And I remember being like intrigued by it. Mm -hmm. Um, but not really understanding what it was. And then I definitely remember watching it a bunch. Yeah. On like VHS, we probably had it. And I also, did
1: you like it when you were a kid though? Uh,
0: I think I did, but I didn't, um, I mean, I thought it was okay. Like, I liked it enough, but it wasn't one of my favorite movies. It wasn't a movie that I would, like, specifically seek out to watch.
1: I would say you're the same. I would watch it, but I really liked Treasure Island and other pirate movies. Like, I liked Pirates, Mm -hmm. but I liked, like, the Swiss Family Robinson, Treasure Island much more.
0: Yeah. Well... There were
1: only certain scenes of Hook that I liked. Even as a child, Mm -hmm. there were certain parts I liked. Like, I would watch... I would fast forward Mm -hmm. to just the pirate scene when they first get to Neverland and that's all I would watch because oh, yeah, I liked yeah. the set mm-hmm. and then I would move on with my
0: life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like well, that happened when I was nine.
0: That's good. That's good of you. Good taste to yeah. like be able to edit. Like, I think I like this part. Uh, one thing I will say about it is that, um, there's a lot of nostalgia for it among people our age, Yes. you know? And like, cause I tweeted about this. I, I just said like, I said it did not spark joy. I just rewatched this. Yeah. And people, people were like, how dare you? Yeah, we're like, what? You don't have a soul or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's it's not good. Like, you know, just because yeah. you saw it when you were a kid. And I'm not like uh, coming out as like anti-nostalgia. I think it's okay to have like warm feelings. about I will say this. Since you're, you're
1: already like. giving kind of our final take. No, It's I'm clear not. that you don't like it. It's no. fine.
0: Well, yes, but I want to give my reasons why.
1: I want to talk about it too, but I just want to jump on the not liking it. I would say this. I would not recommend... Like, if you came up to me and said, I'd never seen Hook. Hook, yeah. I would tell you, then don't. Yeah. The only purpose you would ever watch it is for the nostalgia, which we talked ad nauseum about last time. Yeah. Which I don't think is a good enough reason to revisit unless you're looking to go down memory lane.
0: Or if you were, like, some kind of Spielberg completist who, like if you somehow hadn't seen it, but are like a huge Spielberg fan,
1: those people don't exist.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not. No, they
1: do somewhere, but you know, there's somebody. Yeah. Somewhere.
0: Or like if you're like studying film and you're like, I want right. to see what like these big sets looked like before everything was CG or whatever. Well,
1: do we want to give a, a, a plot summary? Can I give a quick one? Oh, I want to give a
0: detailed plot summary, but what I was going to oh, okay. say is that, uh, my other childhood memory of this is that, you know, um, Peter's sword with like the coconut for the, the hand. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like a gold blade. Yeah. My little brother had the toy version of that. Oh, okay. And, um, I always felt like it was deeply, uh, unsatisfying because like I, as a kid, the things I liked of the movie were like certain props or like design choices or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought the sword was a really cool design. It was like something I hadn't seen before. See, this is very
1: different than me because I knew even at a young age Uh that swords, if they're not if they're not steel, they're <laughs> inferior. So he's waving around a gold at best. Oh, you
0: think that it's like a gold,
1: a probably maybe a bronze ten sword, karat gold sword. Well, a, maybe it's bronze. bronze.
0: Who needs <laughs> a bronze sword? I would just assume it has a, a thin gold plating on it oh to it's just gilded to prevent corrosion that's it's what i gilded. would assume yes it's gilded. <laughs> but no my little brother had the version of it and um it was very stubby and short because obviously you're not right. gonna buy you know and like the blade was really a full-on short sword yeah and it uh it had a bell in the the base of it so when you'd like hit something a ding to uh-huh. kind of like simulate like us hitting against another sword right. so i just remember my little brother running around with that thing and being annoyed
1: i will say it. one thing i disliked yes is when he fights hook and yeah. their sword clashes emit sparks gunpowder sparks yeah exactly i was i was very <laughs> upset about it um i don't remember being that upset when i was a child
0: You're like that doesn't but really happen watching
1: it now physics <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't know i would say this i would say in a lot of movies I think you kind of have to take the movie for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But there does have to be rules in it. And I feel Internally like... Internally
0: consistent rules. Here's one thing I yeah. wanted to
1: say. Internally consistent rules. It's yeah. kind
0: of like... It's like sci-fi or whatever. You can make up weird so who's, laws, but it who's, has to all go together.
1: Exactly. Who's the fat guy in uh, in Game of Thrones? The fat guy the fat on the guy, Night's Watch.
0: The fat guy in... Oh, uh, Sam... Yeah. Samwise...
1: Samwise Gamgee.
0: Not Gamgee. Sam Tarley, <laughs> Yeah, Sam yeah.
1: Tarley. So... I was, I looked at in an interview about him or somewhere I was on the internet and yeah. he was talking about that. Somebody came up to him and was like, dude, you've been wandering around the waist. Why are you still fat?
0: Oh yeah. And yeah. he, uh-huh.
1: his rebuttal is, well, you know, we have dragons, we have magic <laughs> and you're worried about my weight. And everyone's like, yeah, no, that is exactly a legitimate <laughs> concept because the laws of your mm-hmm. universe yeah. are that dragons exist and magic exists. Yeah. And if you don't eat, you will get skinny. Yeah, so you're breaking the law of the universe. Yeah, I And kind it's of agree. not a congruency. I- and it also made me mad. This is why you don't let stupid actors talk. <laughs> like you're a dummy. No one cares what you think. I think dummy. the
0: producer should have put him on like a starvation diet. It would have been. I mean, if he nice. was, if, if he you're really, really committed, I'm going to tell you it. right
1: now. Do you think old uh, steal your milkshake would have ever done that? You know he would have. Oh yeah,
0: or or uh, th- or any has, actor who worth has his like salt. a fetish about it is. Uh, freaking Bale, Christian Bale, Christian Bale. He yeah, like he like gets off on that. Like, there's a, <laughs> I think he solely chooses movies on it's like, do I have to gain forty pounds and like, or, shake or lose my head? forty pounds, or like lose all my body weight? But and that's like what makes die, a great like,
1: actor. Those guys it. are really yeah. good at what they do. Mm-hmm. I want to say this as far as good at what you do, mm-hmm. Robin Williams gets an A. Ah, uh, maybe not. Maybe a B. <sighs> Dustin Hoffman, yeah, gets an A plus for me.
0: Yes, I will say of the things I like about the movie. Dustin Hoffman's performance is, is good and fun. And, and like, I think it's perfectly okay. I'm going to just say this. I think the problems with this movie, if I had to summarize them is that I hate all the kid actors. They're garbage. And I, Every and single I one think of them. they're and most of the movie is them. The little it's girl too is much kid marginal, acting. but yeah. the rest are bad. And, and well, so I read a thing about Spielberg. He said this was the second hardest movie he ever made interesting after jaws After Jaws, okay and it was because or maybe it was third after jaws and like um uh schindler's list or something just because of the emotional toll Mm -hmm. but it was because he said he had to work with all these kid actors Mm -hmm. and he and it was just really hard well
1: it would would be totally difficult Mm -hmm. could you imagine going to a nine-year-old and being like could you expect a certain level yeah they're never going to perform well
0: also i feel like kid actors have gotten a lot better in the past 30 years like, a lot okay. of these little kid actors are, like, very good. Like, imagine, like, Haley Joel Osment when he was a kid. Right. He was, like, incredible. He was amazing. Um, Dakota Fanning when she was a kid was incredible. I
1: don't know what she's in.
0: Uh, Anyway, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I mean, obviously, they can't get tons of those, like, really good actor kids, but these kids suck. Like, I was getting so, I was getting so annoyed. All right, let's get so, into the plot. Let's well, talk I will say it. this. Well, never mind.
1: I would, I want to say my beef that's not necessarily plot driven mm-hmm. but I would say one of the issues that I have is that they tried to marry three themes at the same time without giving any of them uh, credence. And you could mm-hmm. maybe pull off two. So they have three themes. They have Peter's return to youth mm-hmm. and lost days. Okay, that's a theme that people can hit with. Yeah, It's mostly adults, but it's something you could look at, right? Yeah. Okay. The second one is Hook's return to glory or seeking after glory or looking at mortality. What's Hook? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Does he want to die? Does he want to fight Pan? Does he want to do all of it? He. What's his character? Yeah, and then the third one is the connection with the father and son. I don't even know why that's a part of it. The thing about it is, you didn't need the child actors.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and that I think that you definitely the didn't need
1: his dumb son.
0: <sighs> okay, okay. These are these are my notes. My very first notes Jack is a real so, twerp. Yeah, yeah. So I said, <laughs> hold on. So there's this beginning. It starts out with like, okay, there's Peter panning or banning. Is it banning or panning? I don't know. His name
1: is Peter Bannon. He's Steve Bannon's older brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's like this uh, very caricatured version of like a corporate raider. He's from the exactly 90s, what it is. Where it was like at that time, that was like the big thing that people mm-hmm. were mad about is like these guys coming in here acquiring our companies and being it's like he's unethical, an, an offshoot you know. of Wall
1: Street, which, the movie Wall Street, yeah, which yeah. now
0: it's kind of quaint. It's like, haha, isn't that funny? Like, the, like that's like the best case scenario we have for our leaders now. It's like <laughs> someone like that, like a Mitt Romney who comes in and like just fires everybody versus like a mobbed up like idiot, right? Whoa, we got too po- <laughs> political. You I'm sorry, but yeah, so that's like this very like thing of like he does all this dumb stuff with his dumb co workers where right. they like do a, like a, a like drawing their cell phones. that's Yes. they can oh my god! oh that's a great scene Ugh. but i wrote down like I, and it's no offense so, to this kid but his son who, his jack h- has got this dumb face that i just don't like looking. his face at.
1: i'm gonna tell you it's i remember weird. distinctly not liking his face when yeah. i was a kid i like it even less when i'm an adult <laughs> he's an unlikable schmuck
0: uh, it's funny because he he went on to play a likable character in uh, can't hardly wait have you seen that no it's like a teen movie and he's like this weird nerd in it, and I think he's. Actually I believe good at you. That. Yeah.
1: But I. Here he is just a dork. But
0: uh, yeah, I wrote Jack is a twerp. If I was his dad, I wouldn't go to his game either.
1: Are you doing the recap? Because I feel like if you haven't watched this movie, you need to go and watch it before you listen to us talk. Because we yeah. are giving no recap. And no,
0: I'll give the recap. So so he he's supposed to go. It's like it's like very standard. And maybe because this became a thing in like other '90s movies where right. it's like the the workaholic dad who doesn't. He's play totally to a his stereotypical. Kids. Yeah, and, and I think this is one of the first movies to do this. But in and that's what I wrote I'm down. Like, Sick of it because it's like oh he doesn't go to his kids' baseball yeah. game. Yeah, is it like Casablanca
1: whatever. where it was like because you know all of the every movie afterwards that mm-hmm. was even remotely like Casablanca that was the yeah that was the movie was that like started the template
0: it. for movies after.
1: And that. was this the beginning of the? Because I don't think it was. I just remember no. in the nineties like
0: there's so many. And the of problem them, with
1: that is I couldn't, and I don't know who could. Mm-hmm. At least where we grew up, connect with that because. My father was very much a part of my life. Yeah. And now watching it, I'm sick of Jack. Like, dad, you promised on my game. And the dad's like $5 million contract, <laughs> you little dork. Like also, I and like, where how- the hell's the mom at this point being like, know. Oh, he's sorry. He has one more contract. Like,
0: she's the most unsupportive wife. She, she's kind of lame. Like, I think all the female characters, characters in this are pretty, I'd give you that. Uh, the funny part too, is like, he's like, my word is my bond. And he says it like four times. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you keep breaking your promises. Like it's very ham-fisted in terms of like, he's messing up as a dad. You know, like we see it. So we see all this stuff. Okay, so he, they have to go to England because they're opening a wing of a children's hospital in honor of his.
1: Of Wendy. Wendy, who is someone who. Is his grandmother. Him. So he married Wendy's granddaughter.
0: But he was adopted by her?
1: Yeah. I think he helped her. So why her. is he saying
0: I don't think he adopted, was adopted. Oh, she no, no. ran an orphanage oh, and yeah, she, she helped people. Yeah, she found his adoptive parents in, in America, which is why right. he's has American, an American accent. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. Yeah. But all this setup was lost on me as a kid. I had no idea what And I also
1: was. think it's not congruous now. Like none no. of it made sense.
0: No. That
1: was the other thing is who's who's the movie made for?
0: I don't know. I, I think that is maybe the the root of why this is a bad movie. Is it for is parents who it, saw it, it in the fifties? It gets real dark at times. Totally, so this is for adults. Then there's so much kitty shit that is so stupid that just makes me want to die. Right. That's like no, this is totally for kids and to sell toys and it doesn't mix together. It's just and it's is it lumpy the first?
1: Thing. Yeah, is it the first Star Wars again? Like <laughs> Episode One, where it's just like yeah. who who is your audience? They
0: definitely made it. Uh, they made a term for the the later Batman movies uh, they needed to make it toyetic so like uh, you know able to like pull toys out yeah. of like every part of the movie interesting uh, this one definitely I remember there was tons of toys like yeah. all kinds and mm-hmm. I think for years too not even right when it came out like <laughs> for like five years after you would see all these hook toys yeah
1: everywhere. but the thing is who did you who what kid would want to connect with anyone the only toy you would ever want is a Rufio yeah. Mohawk yeah or maybe a Peter Pan <laughs> sword
0: Yeah, the Peter Pan sword. I think there was, like, weird things that would, like, shoot stuff. That's, like, the dumb things they have at the end. where like, shooting, like... Yeah, but that was dumb, too. Gumballs at the pirates or whatever. Yeah. They're trying to home alone the pirates to death when, like, the pirates (laughs) are, like, have swords and actually trying to kill them. Straight up. We're going to shoot eggs in your face. Like, guys, like, you're going to (laughs) die. That's the part that I didn't... That was so such a disconnect for me. It's, like... Captain Hook says, I I love killing, you know, he's in this funk. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we got to keep going. We can't, I'm going (laughs) to skip ahead. So I said that the, the quick draw cell phone thing with coworkers is awful. Uh, so we start out, the scene starts
1: out and Uh he's basically setting up. He's, he's this corporate guy. Yes. He's, that we start out with him answering phone calls during his daughter's play. Yes. But then he he's supposed to make a business meeting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His son is like, it's my game, you promised. And he's all, sorry, can't make the business meeting. Mm-hmm. And they, he's like, okay, it'll be quick. He goes to the meeting and then misses the game, to which the son is devastated. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I played a lot of sports when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My father came to some games and missed a lot for work. Yeah, Guess how many times I was devastated because he missed a game. Zero? Zero times. I
0: feel the same way. Like, my dad, if there's a game at because 4 we o'clock, he has not got to get off work for every game. Yeah. Like maybe if we, like, make the playoffs or something, he might. Right. Or it's a Saturday. I never felt that bad about it. I don't never, know. I
1: don't, I don't know anyone who did. Yeah. Like, I think someone made this up.
0: I think it's Spielberg, uh, like, projecting a lot of this stuff. Interesting. Because because um, he
1: feels bad that he's a bad father.
0: Well, I don't think he is a bad father. I think he his family got really important to him at this time. Interesting. You know what I mean? He started having a lot of more kids, kids and like stuff. like 15. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, being a director, he did have to work these crazy hours. Right. And I think he was guilty. And, like, this is, like, how it got into the screenplay. Interesting. Because there's a good documentary that was on HBO. I think it just called Spielberg. But talking about he married his second wife, uh, who is in, she's the girl in the sec in Temple of Doom. What's her name? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. And she like converted to Judaism and is like very like yeah. made them a very strong, I mean, I'm sure he seems like a very nice person. He has like, he has biological, biological kids. He's adopted a bunch of kids. Yeah. He has tons of kids. Right. And I think it's really important to him. And I think his, he was like projecting interesting thing, but so the other so there's that this baseball game and they're like, first of all, these are ten year olds, if that. Yeah. Ten year olds do not throw curveballs. <laughs> there's no ten year old who knows how to throw a curveball.
1: Not an effective one, Not by an any effective means. one. Yeah.
0: And and they're sitting there like most ten year olds barely do like pitching. You know, they'll yeah. they'll do like pitching machine yeah. leagues. The, the, the freaking catcher is like giving him different signs, as if yep. he's got like a slider and a changeup. Like this is so stupid. Yeah, baby. exactly. And give like, him the heater. And they're like, not the curveball. Like, like oh little Jack. here he, Every pitch except <laughs> trouble for with the, the curve. curve. Yeah, yeah. So I just I hated it. I hated it. Okay. Yeah. So he throws a curveball. He strikes him out. He's sad. Yeah. Cut two. Smash cut two. They're on an airplane. Yep. And uh, this is a great joke. Peter Pan hates flying. He's so nervous. He's he's like I will say this though that is
1: that's hackney. I don't see the point. But I will also say, you know, the concept of saying Peter Pan, the boy who never grows up, growing Mm -hmm. up and then going back to
0: that's not a bad that's
1: not a bad concept. But like so many great concepts, (laughs) what do they do with it? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. they, They do nothing. No,
0: I agree. Um, but that's why you should have
1: never brought the kids in. He's trying to make it about his kids, so that's my problem. Spielberg mm-hmm. has one issue with his kids; he's feeling guilty. Yeah. So now all of our movies have to do about it because guess who doesn't care about his stupid kids? <laughs> Everyone watching the movie. I yeah. don't care about him no. as a kid. I don't and care especially about him as now.
0: a kid. It's like, why well, am I supposed to like? Yeah, exactly. I, I care
1: about Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. I care about Captain Hook. Yeah. Their dynamics good. It was good in the fifties. It was good in the twenties. It mm-hmm. was good now. What's not good is Peter Pan's dynamic with his kid, especially if he's just a lawyer. Don't make this into something it's not. It's about Peter Pan going back and reconnecting with his youth and Hook losing his glory days. Mm-hmm. If that's the story. Yeah, Not his dumb kid who can't hit a curveball. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. No, I think that's all good stuff. Uh, there was some also more additional like early 90s corporate raider, like Spotted Owl humor. I don't know if you like heard. So when they're at Wendy's house, they get to Wendy's house and he's on his cell phone and he's talking <laughs> yes. about, oh, because, you know, we can't do this deal because this, this scene owl. made me so mad. And he's like yelling at his kids. And this is very funny to me because I was living in Seattle in the early 90s when they when the Spotted Owl controversy happened. Oh yeah! No, I never have. They shut down all these uh, logging operations in Oregon and like southern because there was an owl. Because there's an endangered spotted owl, and and the EPA is like, uh, or the hippies, whatever. The The hippie version of Seattle. Yeah, they're like, you can't do this, and all these uh, loggers, you know, would like have signs with like, you know they'd like cook a turkey, a chicken and like eat it and say it was spotted owl. They're yeah. mad at the owl. And I was like, this is so of its time to be like mad at the spotted owl. Right. Anyways. Uh, there's well, also, here's my thing that bothers yes. me. Yes.
1: The wife comes in and says important phone call for you. He mm-hmm. needs you right now. Then they proceed in this big house to mm-hmm. all go in one room. <laughs> The wife is sitting on a couch. The children come in, start throwing stuff around the room, uh-huh. jumping on him. He's very patient with them for the phone call he's in.
0: Yeah, and then She he...
1: does not once try to take the children out of the room. <laughs> she sits there and is just like, oh, I guess they'll play. Okay, I understand that he's a workaholic. Mm-hmm. I understand he should have been to the game. This is not the time yeah. to teach a lesson. So then what he does is he's trying to make a phone call. Mm -hmm. So he snaps at the kid Mm -hmm. because they've been jumping on his head. Yeah. And they run away like, how dare he? How dare he raise his voice? And Mm -hmm. she throws the cell phone out the window. And you're like... Dude lady you caused this particular problem. <laughs> I don't know what it's like at home, yeah. but this problem is on you.
0: Well, and also could he not just go to a different room also? Like is there not enough rooms? There to, were
1: like, there's 12 rooms in the house. I it's a it's a London it's, mansion yeah. and he they're all in one room. Yeah. He can't say, "Oh, excuse me, I have to go to this other room."
0: Yeah. So he yells at his kids and they throw the phone out the window. He goes to the, uh, he gives a speech, a nice speech at this. a good speech with a lot of adult jokes that, of adult, that I never like, got when yeah, I was like, a kid. Like jokes about lawyers, how they, they're like sh- yeah. sharks or whatever. Cause and,
1: every 10 year old knows lawyer <laughs> jokes
0: and you know, all these people stand up and they're trying to convey to you that like Wendy, like was this amazing orphan, orphan saver for, yeah, like, exactly. for like 50 years or whatever. Yep. Uh, And oh, another thing is it's played by uh, Maggie Smith, which is amazing. But I was so confused because she was in her 50s at this time and they made her up to look 90 and it was very good makeup. Uh, And so when I like saw her pop up and other stuff, even recently, like Downton Abbey and stuff, I'm Mm -hmm. like, has this lady been 90 for like 30 years? I was so confused. It was realized. I
1: don't know. I didn't know who she was till I was older. And I didn't until I watched as an adult see, Mm -hmm. oh, Maggie Smith. This is the lady and say good makeup. Good job, Maggie. That was
0: good makeup. That was great.
1: But you know what is truthful? Dustin Hoffman also has dynamite makeup in this.
0: Yeah, I'd say overall the makeup is great in this. Right. Yeah. The set design. Yeah. Set. Well, I will say this about the sets. They look expensive. They look like sound stages, but I think that was kind of what they were going for.
1: It was very, even as it's a kid, stylized. I remember that it was not realistic. Yes. It was very fantasy.
0: I mean, they're huge sets and sound yeah. stages, though. so mm-hmm. it's cool. It looks real, but, but it's very clearly not supposed to be a real place, so they didn't try to make it Go for right. you know, the, the realistic look. It's like, this is a big set of a pirate ship. This is one weird set. Which, like a, I mean, you, you can't, half pipe you can't do all of it. Or yeah. You yeah. can't
1: do all of it, so, you know, yeah. make what you can.
0: And also has some good, like, uh, 90, early 90s, like, you know, like, matte painting and, like, effects like that. You know, I'd say overall the effects hold up okay. Even the right. flying effects mm-hmm. aren't, like, too bad. Uh, there's a lot of weird cameos in this. I don't know if you noticed. No. So, you know, there's a cop. So... So they get back and... Um, Other than
1: Smee, you know, Bob sweeping Hoskins. the floor at the very end. I don't know the oh, cameos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So they get back from this and the kids are gone. Right. Uh, and which I want to say this, yes. this scene mm-hmm.
1: was a good scene. Then it scared me when I was a kid yeah. and it's an intense scene. Mm-hmm. They come home, they see the house is broken into mm-hmm. the nurse says, and I remember distinctly this line where it said, I wrote it down. I guess I don't understand, but she says, no, the children were screaming and she says it twice mm-hmm. and she like screams. And I'm well, like, why is that a big deal? I don't yeah. get it. I scream all the time. <laughs> like,
0: well, and also the, I would say another big bright point of this movie is the score is good. John Williams. John Williams, I mean he always delivers. Although the 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 music at the beginning with the baseball game is very sitcomy and weird. It doesn't I don't fit know. with all the rest of yeah. it. But his like spooky theme, like right. his hook theme is good. It reminds me it's very similar to some of his, his Harry Potter stuff he did later okay. on. That's really good. Um his sentimental theme, you know, like his was, family theme yeah. is good. Um, so that makes that kind of spooky scene even better. It's a really right. nice underpinning for that. Nice so
1: they to... come in, they see the whole situation mm-hmm. and then it's ruined by that, that doofus who lives with them coming in and being like, have to fight, have to fly. And you're like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh it's a uh, toodles. Yeah. yeah toodles. Like senile toodles yeah. looking for his marbles. Yeah. yeah. I did think that was funny when I, when I was a kid. Like, yeah, he's, he's lost his marbles. Like, That's that good. That was, yeah. That's yeah, a clean. good joke. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a note stabbed into the wall it's like, you know, I'm James Hook, like, come get your kids or all, or whatever. I like how there's never a scene. So then Wendy
1: is like, oh, you're Peter Pan. And he's like, I guess I am. <laughs> and then everyone's like, yep, you're Peter Pan. Oh, see ya. It's never any indignation that it was like. Wait a minute, I'm Peter, but no one told me. Why can't I remember? Like he looks for zero think, answers. Well,
0: the thing is, and I didn't realize this when I was a kid, is he gets really drunk at the at the function, mm. and he's drunk that whole time that when uh, Tinkerbell comes for the first time. Yeah, so it's and like he a he's just hallucinating. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, I guess he's overcome with like grief, and then right. also just like way out of it. And so he's just like, oh, this is not actually happening, which is why but at the same time, then when he wakes up, you'd think he'd be quicker to like realize he's in a real place and right. be like, I'll write you a check, you know, or whatever yeah. dumb thing he does. Um so oh the the cameo though, the cop that comes and talks to them. Okay. That's Phil Collins. Oh, for no reason. I think there's a lot of dumb cameos in this. I like. Only, I, I guess like, They're for the adults again. Like, I who's love this
1: movie whenever for? you have a cameo that where the famous person does nothing.
0: I like. Yeah, that. he's just like, yeah, this could be a prank, and they're like, uh, they were kidnapped. How's that a prank? <laughs> like, that's not a prank. Yeah, and he's like, well, due to the family's, uh, you know, the, the literary nature of the family. Yeah. Or so I guess it's like everyone knows that this is like. What Peter Pan is based off of is like there's a real yeah. Wendy is that kind of what the that's what is? she explains yeah. later to the kids as they like their neighbor, yeah, something like that something? okay whatever uh, so
1: which is dumb too,
0: yes, but I, there you go. so he gets taken, you know, uh, she like Tinkerbell, like puts him in a burlap sack and like, Carries yeah. him to Neverland. Yeah,
1: wraps him up in a blanket and they're uh, gone. Which yeah. is lame because I love the flight to Neverland Yeah, in the Disney movie. That's mm-hmm. a great scene. And yeah. It, it's not, apart from even the song, mm-hmm. just the fact that it's like, you know, this is where it is. Last star on the left or something like that. And you mm-hmm. fly off to him. That's great. Yeah. And then it's just Tinkerbell taking a drunko. <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah, Whatever. So they get there and he wakes up and he's like hung over. And now and, why
1: does she drop him at the pirate shop?
0: Yes. I I was just wondering that. So it's like, why not like bring him first to the lost boys or to someone who will be sympathetic to him? Let him get his bearings. Yeah. Why throw, she throw just, him so, like puts him like right near the pirate ship. And
1: I do not like Tinkerbell at all in this movie.
0: No, I think we'll talk about this, but cause like wildly when she goes over, it's
1: like, I don't believe in fairies. And she's like,
0: every time you say that I die.
1: And then he has to like wake her up. Well, and, and she was just like,
0: messing with him too. Who like, again? I, who
1: likes this? Who like when I was a kid? I was like, I don't care about this. Yeah. Like I'm not sympathetic and then the towards it's like this. Like where she's
0: in love with him, and he's just right. Like, nope, but which is we she's
1: somewhat in that in the Disney movie, which is apparently what this is kind of like is a she, continuation though? on. She's just infatuated. She's mm-hmm. like super jealous of Wendy, and she's like all
0: okay. this stuff,
1: but she can't talk, so she can't explain it. So they try to make her like. Rather than just a jealous female Mm. archetype, which she is in the 1950s, now she's like, feel my emotions. And you're like, I don't want to feel something for this (laughs) fairy. Like, I don't need that in my life.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. So, So she drops him by the pirate ship. He like sees, and this is actually a good scene. It's like you said. I love the scene there's here. There's a lot of, tons of pirates. This whole scene uh, from the beginning
1: is great. They try to steal his shoes because mm-hmm. they're shiny. He's like, you can buy him at Armani. He runs away.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, then he gets saved. He dresses up by Tinkerbell. Yeah. He dresses up like a pirate and he's all, arr,
0: arr. Yeah. And
1: then he sees the hook scene. And I think this is a great one where well, they're like,
0: and, and hook, Smee hook at the beginning, and comes out like this. Uh, so Bob Hoskins plays Smee. He's great. He's like in like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. And a lot oh, that's stuff. him? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's great and then yeah so they're like chanting hook it, it kind of builds up the mythology of like hook like it's a great like one. why do they follow this and the guy? scene like is really like dynamite like it's thing,
1: like yeah. four pirate ships together mm-hmm. there's pirates everywhere
0: yeah tons and again, of people you can tell this movie was expensive like right. all those extras all those actors so another cameo and I always knew that this was a weird thing you know the pirate where he's like who doubted me and he comes out in the crowd yeah. and he's like pointing was it you was it you and yeah. again like Hoffman is great that's a great one the 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 pirate he points with too that's Glenn Close no yes that gets put in the blue box uh-huh yeah that's no. Glenn Close it is watch Whoa. it again and look at I, I, I could tell I was like that looks like a woman maybe with like a weird like you know, beard on. I would
1: never talk. Even the last time I watched it, I will.
0: Yeah, it's a. Yeah, so that's. I loved beard the boobox thing. Even yeah.
1: when I was a kid, I thought that was a great gag. And the people like throw scorpions and are like, "Boo, boo!" That's great. <laughs> I liked that scene. So, and then I will say this. Yeah. Then, then it's all wash for me. Yeah, After that scene is over, mm-hmm. the rest of the movie is a wash. Even when I was a kid, the rest of the movie was a wash.
0: Yeah. So, so you know, they they they, they confront Peter. And but he, I like, do write down some other things I like. To try to like write, you know, they're like, pull him out of the water, dad. And I, even as a kid, I was like, this is lame as hell. This is stupid. Like, yeah. His, you know, like that he thinks he can like. Buy off a pirate. Buy off, like, well, look where you are. Like, you need to like.
1: It's just, it's like he's so the stereotypical guy. lawyer. He can't understand anything. Yeah. Like, he he now knows there's a fairy. He now knows his children are stolen. And he's still <laughs> like, well, I guess you'll take my dollars.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like what What do you have money what a check like do you even have your checkbook with you like how are you going to give them your he's just writing in a note i don't think that was a checkbook was it or was it like a notebook i I don't don't know know. anyway it's stupid what what are your other thoughts on this thing on this scene
1: well i would say this i didn't talk a lot more he just gets knocked out and then there's that weird mermaid one and they're like oh yeah oh i'm bored of him blah 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 so you don't even know like you have a great dustin hoffman and Mm -hmm. you don't give hook a great character
0: So it it, right after that is that the scene where he he wants to commit suicide? No, that's later. Okay, that's I want to talk about that.
1: That's that night. So so this is what happens. So then so they they're like so so they're gonna kill him Mm -hmm. and he's like no don't kill me and then Tinkerbell's like give me three days to get him into shape Mm -hmm. and they're like okay three days so they give him three days and then they're gonna have a battle Mm -hmm. and they're all excited about it because it's gonna be their final one and in their excitement they cheer and knock him off the boat.
0: Oh, and, and then, 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 then the, mermaids the mermaids come save him. and yeah.
1: then she takes him to the lost boys, which she should have from the beginning.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, the mermaids, they put him in the giant shell that gets yeah. hoisted up to the lost boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So now we're, and, and Tinkerbell's like, oh, you're safe. You're like, yeah, you moron. I mean, I could have died out here. <laughs> I'm a fat old man. Like, give me a break. Oh. So the lost boys scene, I think oh, that I man. hated when I was a kid yeah. and that I hate now. You
0: hated it as a kid?
1: I will say this scene, this particular one, not all of it, but the one I hated when he stops and like pushes
0: his face and is like. There you are, you are Peter. Peter. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk you about that. You are Peter. So, yeah, so this whole thing is so aggravating. Like it. it so it he shows up, up to the Lost Boys. Yeah. He, it sets up how they live, and it's so I understand this as a fantasy world, but even as even in that, it's like so implausible. But it's the same thing so we were stupid. talking
1: about. You have to have some semblance. Yeah. Like create a world. That's fine. Yeah. But make the rules constant.
0: Well, it's like so they these these boys like they. Their whole fort is just a bunch of like, uh, half pipes and they just, yeah. you know, because they got to
1: be cool. 90s skaters. Yeah, it's like
0: very ugly, like 90 early nineties looking totally mixed with like tribal stuff. Um, and all the kids are so annoying. It's just like, yeah. uh, I just hated them. I just, I just Also wanted to for not away. eating
1: anything. There's a lot of fat kids.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so all these Bloss boys, that they're, they're mean to him, too. I think that's the other thing is it's like... They're not kind. Like they're supposed... To, you know, I think it's like, oh, look how, you know, these are. this is what kids would be or a bunch of boys would act. But it makes you not like them at all. Right. Like, Even so when I was a kid, you're Peter. right. They were Rufio mean. Rufio is very menacing and, like, mean. He's yeah. not, like... He wants to, like, kill Peter, basically, because yeah. they don't believe he's Peter Pan, which, why would they? Um, but again, never mind. <laughs> Who's it for? Who's...
1: Who's connecting with this at any point?
0: Yeah. Well, and I wrote down this, uh Lost Boys Suck, Bad <laughs> Acting. Like like, you know, they decide they also they shoot what looks like candy apple arrows. I always yes. thought that was weird. <laughs> like they shoot these arrows at them that like are goopy on the end. Like everything that everything they do revolves around colored goo and like sticky uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Like that's what they eat. They just eat <laughs> colored foam. It's very weird. I don't like it. Uh And the line, I remember they're like, Tinkerbell's like, you know, we have to help him save his kids. He's grown up. And one of the boys is like, Peter Pan's got kids. He says that. And I I just cringed like so bad. I was like, oh. But I remember distinctly.
1: Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a connection when Mm. you were as a kid. You wanted to be there, but you didn't want to be with the lost boys.
0: No, because they were mean. No, yeah, and they were they, mean and dumb. And then they're like, yeah, it's like the scene you were talking about. Then they like come and one of them, they're like all touching his face. Because like they're all like, his face who believes
1: all. it's Peter? And they're all like, yeah. we'll kill him. And then that one kid. And it's
0: like, there you are, Peter. You know, it's like, it's like they're trying to get these kids to say, to like act, even in these small lines, like, yeah. you know, and it doesn't work. They're just no. not good. They're not good. Um, I just think it's I will un- say it's this though drama. It's like a very dramatic point, but it's like we've just barely met these Lost Boys. We can only assume it what the relationship they have, right. but like, there's no drama there to me. Of and
1: life. we also don't know the timeline. Like, is this like a day in Hook's land to mm-hmm. uh, twenty years? Because Peter will go back every year to see Wendy, and time doesn't pass for him. Yeah, but it does for Wendy, as we learn later on. Yeah, which is you know the weird puberty scene he has where he like <laughs> kisses kisses actual like his soon-to-be wife yeah and then like can't be a lost boy anymore or something i don't know yeah but i will say the one scene i think i liked from when i was i didn't like as a kid Mm -hmm. maybe i I don't know how i felt but i liked it now was the scene where they get him into shape (laughs) and they run around and make him do like push-ups it's just like a fat old man and these kids trying to help him yeah that i liked
0: he's not that fat either no he's
1: he's not you're right
0: I was like, they talk about how fat he is. I'm like, he's not that fat.
1: Right. And there's like six kids that are fatter than him.
0: Yes. The one really fat kid is morbidly obese. Like, I think he needs, he needs to eat less colored foam and less candy apples or whatever they're eating over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can you get, can you get uh, onset diabetes in, uh, in
0: Everland? Because so, so he's real big. Also, I have a question. Why are the Lost Boys American? Aren't they all from England? None of them have an English accent. Zero.
1: You know, Zero. I will say things.
0: this: Why not the
1: choices of when sometimes people are British and when sometimes people aren't? I've never understood when Hollywood chooses and why.
0: I know, but like Peter Pan is is an extremely British thing, yeah. and I guess because the in it the is Disney extremely cartoon, British. None of them are British. Like Peter Pan has an American accent. All the Lost Boys All are American. All the Lost Boys are American. So maybe they just like that's a convention now. That yeah. Like, the but Disney Captain Hook set. is
1: also very. Um, British in the yeah, movie. but uh, he's like a fancy are. British.
0: Yeah, he's like a more posh British. Yeah, and then the pirates are like, you know, pirates. That's how they sound. Just it's going
1: like, back to what I mean, he's a dynamite Captain Hook. Old. Uh,
0: well, I I, re- I read another quote about this, and it was uh, Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins got together about their characters and decided they played their characters as a as a gay couple. No. Yes. Which and so knowing that watching this, it kind of tracks a little bit, or just how they are, you know, in a little bit. But I think it wasn't very overt. I think it was maybe that was more like a like a very subtext. They're like, well, they live together, like they have been together for like eons.
1: Then that's a weird relationship.
0: <laughs> well, I think he trusts me more than anyone. Because let's get so then after this scene is the suicide scene. So it shows Hook. The thing thing that's weird is like the suicide scene was the worst. He should be happiest right now because Peter Pan is back. Like, the way I view it is like how they set it up is it's like a Joker and Batman thing where it's like one can't exist without the other. Like, the you know, like Hook has no purpose now that Peter's gone. Yeah, exactly. So, Peter was gone forever. That's when he should have wanted to commit suicide. Now, Peter's back. I guess maybe he said he's going to come back uh, and then it'll be over. It'll be over. I'll kill him. He's like pathetic. Yeah. Um, and so then he's like got a gun to his and head. And it's he's all like, gone. Try and stop me. Sme. That's a great thing. And It's me. Like, stop, stop me. He's like, try and stop me. Try and stop me, Ada. You know, and that's pretty funny. That's yeah, funny.
1: that's a good scene.
0: Yeah, Huffman's but good. He's I will good say that.
1: This. That was a good scene then and now. Yes. But it's wild that in the 90s you could put that. You would never put that in now. I don't into know. Yeah, a kids I, was, movie.
0: I was like taken aback by it. I think that was a, a good example of the tonal problems. But
1: I also you know? don't know if it's a tonal problem because I think we've made it an issue because. It never made me think suicide was an option or a thing when I was a kid. Yeah, it yeah. never put that in my brain. I don't mm-hmm. think it would push anyone to the edge. I I don't know. It it just but now people will be so eggshells. And I'm not saying you should put more <laughs> suicide talk into children's movies. That is not a normal, good idea. Is it, right? That is not <laughs> what you want. But I'm just trying to say it would it would have a lot more outcry now than it would
0: have. Yeah, I think so. With it, it was, what I'm saying is without seemed, a
1: damaging situation. Like yeah. it wasn't
0: it, it just seemed weird to me. It just seemed out of place. It would, although it was well acted.
1: It is out of place. place. Yeah. Totally. It's kinda like the scene in uh you know, it's become very famous in the last couple of years, but you know, I didn't watch uh Back to the Future until I was an adult. Oh really? And people would always talk about it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we watched it together, but the scene where Biff's gonna rape the lady Dark no disturbing. one, no one, yeah. no one in the eighties even batted an eye.
0: I, I think it was like in the eighties. It was like that's what bullies do, right? They like rape girls, and you know, it's, <laughs> see, I don't know like, what people like, thought in like, the eighties. It's like it's bad, right? Like it's not like they were portraying it as a good thing. No, like, it was definitely just not just what a good thing. Did, but, but it was just
1: like did. it was, yeah, it was just like, yep, that's that situation. Yeah. Like the pirate will commit suicide. We'll move on, and <laughs> everyone was like, oh, I guess so. Like I didn't yeah. realize it and I remember distinctly being like, no. That's not no to that.
0: Yeah, so. it is. Uh, yeah, it's a little disturbing. So then, flashback to Peter is tired because they've been training him. Oh, it's time for dinner. The imaginary food scene, which is one of the most. There's a great uh, Good Neighbor sketch about this. Have you seen that? You know, Kyle Mooney's sketch group. No. Uh, there's a. It's a funny. They but just, I bet they're a good. They group. just parody this scene of like they sit down to. Eat, and then, they, and they have to imagine it before it appears, yeah. right? I I won't spoil it, but you just look it up, you know. Good neighbor. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, what I think is so weird about this, and I've already mentioned it, like, okay, they have to like imagine the food. First of all, I hate the acting of the kids when he's looking around at them and they're imagine they're like eating yeah. imaginary food. They're bad. They're bad. Like at least tell them to eat it realistically. They're like like just doing stupid. Like there was everything about this was so aggravating to me. Then he, you know, he 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 like flips something at uh, Rufio, you know, and then he's like, oh, it's there. Here's all the food. Here's the thing. There's one giant turkey and then f- like 40 pots of just different colored foam. What are they eating? Maybe colored some foam, fruit. What is right. the colored it, foam? Because when they start the, to throw it, that's all they're throwing is colored. It foam. It just shows
1: other. the disconnect of like. Of the adults making the movie and what kids would think like. What do kids like? Well, my kid likes uh, colors and crayons. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll make every food foam. Like, when what you were a kid, eating, you never though? thought, yeah. oh, I guess, I guess I'll guess i eat some foam now.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe it's like marshmallow fluff. Like, if you, if you could just choose what you're going to eat every day as a 10-year-old, like, is that what you would eat? No. I would, I would eat refried beans. I don't know. I would eat something else. <laughs> nourishing. I don't
1: yeah. know. Yeah. I wouldn't choose anything <laughs> nourishing, but I would never have chosen foam.
0: Yeah, anyway, I just – I hate it. I think it's – and, and uh, Tinkerbell – like Tinkerbell during all these scenes is so unhelpful. What about the, what about the insult, so scene? Like, about the insult should, scene? The insult – oh, yeah, that happens right there too. I don't like it either. Okay. I, it's like – what What do you have to say about that?
1: I wrote it down. Let me see. I, I See, this is Where the Ray problem. Calls him,
0: like he starts out calling him like a substitute teacher or something. Right, that it's was like, the same thing. Is it's like me? I
1: don't remember the <laughs> – yeah i don't remember the insults like when i was a kid i i didn't get them yeah and then he like went off on him. them well, and they're mostly
0: like, just like you pus dripping bag of yeah pus they say pus a lot i don't know yeah
1: and he <laughs> calls them like a uh what is it a parasite or a paramecium, paramecium. and paramecium you're like, brain.
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: he's like don't mess with a lawyer and you're like okay i, I won't then
0: nine-year-old me won't <laughs> i feel like he didn't win a lot of cases Honestly, right. those weren't good insults. Uh, oh,
1: but, I will say this. I did like the scene then and now of the coconut when, he, when Rufio throws the coconut and he chips. Yeah. But then when he comes Coconut's
0: back. Such a, I, mean, coconut, I mean, Rufio's such a dick, though.
1: Rufio's the worst.
0: I, do you think they do that to kind of make it so you're, you don't feel that bad when he dies at the end? No, I feel <laughs> like maybe.
1: I don't know, because Rufio could have been. He had the look
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he had a great name.
0: Yeah, it's a great name.
1: And then he he's
0: pretty bad at acting, though.
1: Yeah. But then he but I don't think you care when you're a kid. No, he had he had kind of a cool look. But, yeah, he was rude. Mm-hmm. And that turned you off even as a child to be like, this is an unkind person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, he chucks a coconut at him and he flips around and it's like, oh, he's getting his Peter Pan reflexes. Yeah, back so exactly. Bad. Uh, But this whole time, though, I think it's weird that like. Tinkerbell's just watching this training. She's she's like not being helpful to him. No, really. like I feel like she could have done more to like she's just like oh now it's your now I turn you over to these Lost Boys who are like right major like assholes. either
1: make her either make her a fairy who doesn't understand anything and only works on emotion yeah which is what she's supposed to be in the mm-hmm. books and in the Disney movie okay yeah. that's fine or make her an empathetic character like you tried to do here but what you can't do is try to make her a speaking character with feelings and facial expressions. Mm-hmm. And then do nothing that's useful. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Because
0: she's the one who like negotiated the deal. She's the the one who got him here. She's the the one who's fighting for it.
1: So why is she just sitting back and laughing and just just wistfully thinking about old man Peter?
0: The whole time, which I also read that like uh, she was uh, Julia Roberts was like awful to work with because she was so depressed because she was shooting all our scenes by herself in like a little booth. I believe because that she's not, there's only the scene where she becomes big is the only scene where she yeah. was like shooting it with actual. And I, wonder, know, I wonder, I wonder if I there's so much Tinkerbell yeah.
1: because it's Julia Roberts. You're like, we got a big name. We got a user. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know what? This is the character. You're not in a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And I could see her being bad to work with. I, I will also say the love scene when she comes back and wants to, to get with him again.
0: Yeah. again. And confesses. Like, you think she she did? I have no place. idea what it oh, is. Okay. I'm
1: not saying that she did, but she wants to try to like go after. Her. I don't know. I yeah. used the she wrong nomenclature. She uses like, her energy. But it's really weird for, because yeah. the time, the mm-hmm. timing. Okay. So either she's really into a young boy or an old man. <laughs> like she doesn't know any in between and yeah. she stayed the same age. That's a weird dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Rather than what the fairy is, which is just like this weird kind of flighty, archetype in the 50s now you've yeah. turned her into person and made her weird
0: mm-hmm. that's yeah, my it, issue with hook is I mean, you've made her weird she's ageless i guess and so who
1: again who yeah. does it matter to mm-hmm. like the adults don't care about that no one no adult wants to see that or maybe they do i didn't and no kid cared about it either you don't yeah. think i'm fast forwarding that on my vhs player when i'm a kid you don't think i want to be like this is dumb Let's move past this.
0: Yeah. As a kid, I was like, I don't like the Disney
1: movie. She's like infatuated and jealous about everybody else. And Mm -hmm. she's infatuated with him. But now she's like, you're, you know, she's like yearning for her lost youth about him. Different characters, different things, different. It's dumb.
0: Yeah. I just think it was weird. It was a weird scene. Um, Also, I have a question. When he learns to fly. Yeah. Does that, does, do he, does he get pointy ears at that point? I feel like he has pointy ears once he fully transitions into being. I Peter never saw Pan him again. Yeah. And they kind of floof his hair up to kind of look like it did. in like the flashbacks Yeah. and in the flashbacks, he has pointy ears. Yeah. And I feel like, is that like a physiological change that happens to you? It's like I never just saw. Become, and I also didn't he forgot his details. family at the same time. He had to be reminded that like, once he learned how to fly, he went and talked to Tinkerbell and he's like, I think and think he's you're acting like them, an idiot kid. He's like, "Oh, we could go play. We can do this." Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And are like, "Oh no, no, you're here to save your kids." He's like, "My kids," and he has to like remember it.
1: I think you're giving it a lot of credence that, <laughs> and I'm fine if you wanted again, make a consistent thing. He's trying to cram too many stories in mm-hmm. there too quickly, too much. If he did try to do that, it was lost on me.
0: No, I was just, I'm just, I was just curious, like because I swear his ears became pointy. I didn't even notice. Point. But his hair covered it, so maybe not. Um, so then, it's basically time for the big battle, right? Like he has to come. The war. They have a plan, supposedly. It's like, oh, I've got a plan. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm an adult. Okay, first of all, this plan sucks. This plan is so stupid. Well, everyone knows like that bamboo
1: armor will stop a seal sword. <laughs> so, yeah, first it, off,
0: there's a yeah, there's a scene of them like armoring up, and it's like this weird. But the armor bothers me armor. because you
1: like walked through. Yeah. You walked through bamboo, and it stuck to you. <laughs>
0: It was just showing a way of how they could quickly armor up.
1: I guess. Why did they need to do it quickly?
0: I don't know, but but so they they put on a bunch of helmets and things made of coconuts and armor. It's basically like Gilgan's Island version of like
1: right, like you know. Do you think we just overthink armor? these too much and we're just supposed to be like burr.
0: well, I don't know because it, like you said, is this movie for adults? Because the thing children? is, I like, can't
1: enjoy a movie this way. I I will say this. I try to. I tend to overthink things. Yeah. And a lot of times, to for me to enjoy stuff, mm-hmm. I just need to shut it off and say, all right, I'll accept the world you've created. Yes. I'll accept these premises. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can enjoy whatever I enjoy. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to, you know, because you can't make it perfect, or and if you do, whatever, blah. Even trying to shut it off and go back, mm-hmm. it was okay. Yeah. But it's not anything to write home about.
0: No, and, well, I will say this, like, about this scene like so i guess having bamboo armor is better than the pirates which have no armor right all right i'll give so you that. i'll give them that uh they have to realize though and it, it makes it seem like there's just been this eternal war between lost boys and pirates forever forever mm-hmm. but the thing is that where is the supply of lost boys coming from is there are they still coming where do all the pirates come there's like hundreds of pirates and maybe yeah. like 20 or 30 lost boys. Right. When the lost boys all be dead at some point, you know, because they talk about how they kill them. Like, like hooks, like I'm tired of killing lost boys and Indians, you know, Yeah, like that's like what they love to do. So we know that the pirates are like trying to like lethally stab these children with their swords. <laughs> that's what this battle <laughs> yeah. is. Uh-huh. And so they, they march out there in their bamboo armor And all the Lost Boys do have swords as well, most of them. But they don't use them. But they don't really use them. They use eggs. They use stupid mechanical things with like these these chickens in live chickens in the cages, and they're like these big cannons, and they're like shooting eggs at the. The pirates, they're shooting other goop in their eyes, like probably the same foam that they eat you for know, breakfast. They're shooting it in the eyes of the it's pirates. It's kind of
1: like every time you see a map that has a stro- a long straight line, mm-hmm. you know that somebody in a boardroom somewhere negotiated that line. Yes. It's not like a river or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not a natural border. Yeah. Anytime you see a scene like that, you know that some old person who's <laughs> never seen a kid yeah. talked to another old person. They said, what do kids like? Well... I'll tell you what they like. Yeah. Yeah. They like chickens that shoot out eggs like machine guns. <laughs> I, but this yeah. is the point unironically. Mm-hmm. It's not an ironic chicken with a machine gun. No. That's fine. I can get behind an ironic chicken uh-huh. machine gun.
0: But an unironic. Gig. They're they're like showing this. Like, these are brilliant ideas. Like this is like what's allowing them to win. I think it had to do with Home Alone. I think Home Alone came out the year before. Oh, okay. And Home Alone is all about a kid and Spielberg's in the war
1: room yeah. and just like what are we gonna Cause, do? Because they
0: do the same stuff. They shoot gumballs at him and they fall on the ground. You know, just like Home Alone. It's like all who very directed Home Alone. Home Alone? Christopher Columbus. That's. Are you making that up? No, his name is Chris Columbus. Okay. Did he also
1: direct the last uh, James Bond movie?
0: No. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was a yeah, joke. Yeah. To,
1: it was he not did, a good one. He did
0: also direct the first Harry Potter movie.
1: Did he? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had different directors for all the Harry Potters. Do you know, fun fact well, about me. Well, Chris
0: Columbus did the first two. Do you know that
1: I stopped watching Harry Potter after the first movie? Really? Yeah, because I didn't like that it took over my imagination of the Hogwarts universe.
0: Probably not a bad thing. I don't love those movies. I think. They're yeah. Hard.
1: Cause I didn't like it enough to say yeah. it's worth. Like Lord of the Rings was good enough because now I can't read Lord of the Rings and think of much different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, even though, you know, stylistically it's very different. At yes. least the characters are.
0: Yeah. They change a lot of the characters. Right. Around and motivations and stuff.
1: But you know, it's hard for, I, I can disconnect a little bit and mm-hmm. I love that, but I loved the Harry Potters and so I stopped yeah. watching them because of it.
0: I think that's okay. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it was because Home Alone was popular. Maybe I don't know. But this part bugged me. It's like, listen, kids, these pirates are wanting to stab your face. <laughs> they don't care about Either. you. Shooting. And we
1: know this because Rufio is murdered, and the pirates cheer.
0: Yeah, they're like, "Hooray!" Yeah, and, and, like, and Hook
1: just blatantly casts the carcass aside.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also I will say this. I think an all time worst, the all time worst moment in Spielberg's filmography is the scene where the fat kid turns into a ball and rolls down the (laughs) stairs and knocks pirates over like bowling pins oh, it's it is my all-time <laughs> least favorite image that steven spielberg has committed to film because it's so clearly you see him like bend over and then he just becomes this weird prop ball of like a round kid <laughs> and i get it, it's supposed to be funny and like whimsical. i will say i liked it no i don't think i like this twice play.
1: he I does it two times what did he do it the second time
0: First time he does it down this the flight of stairs. Yeah, the flight of stairs. Then I the remember. the Second time he does it down the gangplank. That's right. It's even long. He rolls it for even farther.
1: Now I'll say this: Yeah, you got to do it twice. When you get a great <laughs> gimmick like that, you got to use it. I just because the legs so are so clearly bad. Muppet legs.
0: Yes, it's so terrible, and it's like so. That's the one thing that this kid is good for is turning his his the round body kid. shape into yeah. a weapon. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so bad. <laughs> so they they fight, you know, Rufio dies. Oh no. And um, you know, all the pirates like run away, like they get scared. Yeah. You know, they basically all just all the fighting just stops abruptly. It kind of yeah. doesn't make sense. They're like, "Oh, you know, we're going to surrender."
1: It's kind of like later when Hook and Pan fight, mm-hmm. and Hook has his face right next to the grinding stone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, we believe in you, Peter. Mm-hmm. I believe in you, Peter. And then his dumb son is like, I believe in you, Peter. Okay. <laughs> why like hook is just like waiting for it bothered me.
0: I think it's funny that we, we skipped over all the stuff with the son because it was bad. Yeah. Like the scene where he's like, we're going to have a baseball game for you. And I'm going to make, there's that other thread too, that we didn't even talk about where he's like, I'm going to make your kids love me Yeah, because you didn't do a good enough job as a father. Yeah. You know, and then I'm going to kill you. And like, also the little kid, Jack dressed up in a, in a <laughs> replica outfit of hook is so infuriating. He never looks more annoying with this, that stupid yeah. outfit on in that big, because his eyes are always
1: like, it's not just like incredulity. It's like he's lost to the world. He doesn't understand anything that's going on. I think
0: on. he's trying, you know, they're trying to direct him to be like, oh, you're forgetting your past life. You know what I mean? Like right. Neverland makes you forget. So now you just know this. So maybe he's reality. trying to. That's I will say like the little girl,
1: for. I liked her as an actress of all the people.
0: Except when she's posed, leaning against her, singing, singing her song. her song like in such a operatic that's pretty like, lame, child after yeah. way. But
1: here's what I would say. The scene I did like the scene where he's teaching them uh, why parents don't like their kids, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Mom read to us," and he's all, "You get an F," and she's like, "An F?" And you're <laughs> like, "Yeah, from the guy who kidnapped you and wants to
0: murder you. You got an F. Yeah. Sorry, lady." Yeah. <laughs> like, also they try to like her thing is like, "You need a mommy very badly," and then she says it again. Like they keep repeating yeah. these jokes. She's like says the mom thing like twice. Totally. It's like no. Do that once. When you That's got a great fine.
1: joke, you got to use it again and again.
0: <laughs> use it <laughs> three times within ten minutes, and it gets funnier every time. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. So then there's the the one on one fight, and and I think the point of that is that like like you said, Hook has him kind of, and then it's like he doesn't really want to win because Hook whole reality and relationship of himself is defined by Peter. You're Pan.
1: giving it too much credit again.
0: No, no. I just think that's, that's why he is so depressed. Like and he, maybe he Dustin Hoffman to took on. it
1: over I to be so. like, you know what? I'm going to make this something. I'm yeah. here. They're paying me copious amounts of money. Yeah. I might as well do my job. well. well.
0: I, and I did like, um, g- another good acting too. When he like takes off his wig and it's like old hook. I did like that as a kid. That was like, a good one. Yeah. It was like, Oh, like he is old. You know, but, but the, the giant time, alligator. Yeah. Giant alligator.
1: Why does he kill him at the end?
0: Because that's how it is in the stories is that it's always the alligator that gets him. And yeah. Stuff. Instead of Pam. Where does he go? He just disappears again. That doesn't it doesn't really matter other than that, like he's dead. Um, but yeah. So then we get to the, this part where uh, and I read this. I don't know if this is true. Supposedly they're like, I got to go, you know, bye, guys. I was here for three days. I'm going to leave, you know, forget you all over again. Okay. And then he's like, I'm not going to forget, but who who do I leave in charge? And he's like has the sword and he's like kind of going around. So supposedly, they didn't tell the kids who he was going to pick so uh, that their reactions would be genuine. Okay. I 100% don't don't believe that story because the the <laughs> fat kid with no teeth, he picks him and just his face like like the dumb <laughs> baby face with no teeth like, "Oh, I hate it. And also, why did you pick him? He can't move." <laughs> you can't wield a sword yeah, he and just can. roll the, like his <laughs> he can two roll powers around. his two things now is was like okay I have the sword but my my melee attack is turning into a ball and rolling those two don't like mesh together my melee attack <laughs> so he he picks that kid and then go go they, gadget ball yeah that's dynamite they, they fly back by lost boys you know so yeah but by tinkerbell by tinkerbell I rejected you for my <laughs> My wife, who seems to not really care much about me, but <laughs> yeah. I say I love her. And then one of the worst lines, I was like, okay, at least it's over now. It's just kind of wrapping up. No, probably oh, the worst line when he comes reading,
1: back home and he said, "Oh, you say the it."
0: The worst line reading of probably Robin uh, Williams' Will, career. Robin Williams' career is where he's like, "Kids, when I tell you about leaving this this door open," and they're like all afraid. And he's like. Or he's like, what did I tell you about this door? And the kids are all afraid. And he's like, <laughs> always oh, it's... leave yeah, it he's open. Always like, oh, leave it open. Like, yeah. he, just the way he says that. Yeah, because oh, he, cause he also has me. a fear
1: of leaving windows open. Because yeah, he doesn't want to be Peter Pan or some crap. Something like
0: that. But he's like, always oh, leave it open. Just the yeah. way he says it. I the just, Gwyneth Paltrow oh, yeah.
1: flashback to where oh, she. Oh, yeah,
0: Gwyneth, young Gwyneth. Yeah. Where she,
1: he goes back and like, that's the young Wendy mm-hmm. and she keeps getting older. That scene is weird when he really kisses the girl and, like, loses his ability to go back to Neverland.
0: Well, no, this is what's weird to me is the reason why he did that is because he wanted to be a father... I feel like that's what it's going for because that's his happy thought. That's why he was afraid to grow up because he didn't want to die. when He was literally a baby. He had those thoughts when he was four months old, which is weird. You know what? Most four months old old are very cognizant of their mortality by like somehow like getting his buggy to like roll down a hill when he, I don't understand how that happened, (laughs) but like it makes it sound like his whole motivation is his kids. And again, I think this is Spielberg being like, I found my purpose in life. Like I'm a father. Right. So that's like Peter's motivation. But that's not your motivation when you're a 12 year old. No. Why would 12, why would ageless child Peter be like, be oh, connected? To that I want to have kids now. So I'm going to like get with this other 12 year old and like we'll grow up and then I'll marry yeah. her. I don't know. Or it, I'll
1: go to America and then go back when I'm 20. Yeah it Whatever. doesn't
0: it doesn't really track. Um but then I guess I do like the scene at the end where it's like uh Toodles finds his marbles, he flies away, mm-hmm. there's Smee, you know, at the end. That but why is you, Smee, like what? It's, it's it's to be like, ooh, it's was it all a dream? It's because Smee ran away, you know, yeah. It's to give it that. But it's
1: not all a dream, that's I know, the whole
0: they, point. they want you to think that it could have all just been a dream. Otherwise... Then why does
1: Mary, they can't marry the two worlds. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, It's so, not a good movie. Well, t- <laughs> but tell me this, before we make final judgments or okay. whatever. How did you feel about Rufio's death as far as just a main character dying in a movie uh, let's ostensibly say it's mm-hmm. it's geared towards children children yes okay uh
0: like do you, do i, Did think I use was... the word
1: ostensibly correctly yeah okay good so
0: do i think was it like um was it too it's much an... for children yeah. do, I, do I th- um no i don't think so cuz i think a lot of other kids shows will will show that like the stakes are really high like that and like right. people can die i will I say know.
1: this you know when when i first watched it I thought the same thing. I thought, you know, kid death, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Because you need to understand at some point that death happens for all people. Sometimes it doesn't happen for a reason. Yeah, This is an important lesson to learn. What I'll say is, if you're going to bring in death, mm-hmm. now that i talked to you about it, don't bring in marshmallow <laughs> war. Don't, don't bring marshmallows to a sword fight yes. if you're going to make death a serious thing. Yeah. If the threat is real death. Mm-hmm. don't bring a chicken egg shooter to a war well, with bloodthirsty pirates.
0: Also uh, Rufio's whole thing is he's like extremely cocky and arrogant. Right. And when he's fighting hook, it seems like he's not really trying that hard. He's like, right. Ooh, I can take you old man. You know what I mean? And like right. he, and it's almost like it, it tries to make it like, did he deserve it? Because he was overconfident. He like didn't realize that hook would kill him right. or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's all
1: I thought. Yeah, I just know, thought he was
0: a dick. I don't care that he died. I am not think I'm glad, think he's you know that, I'm glad bad. that he died. <laughs> I think the fat kid will actually be a better role model to those other Oh, lost that's boys. not debatable. Yeah, I think that I think, you know, Rufio But what if what if they the all the start adopting
1: bad eating habits? I will say what? Rufio start definitely Start adopting
0: bad eating habits. They eat colored foam, like it's already <laughs> bad.
1: I will say definitely Rufio perpetuated a lord of the flies scenario yes a hierarchy of winner take all because also the rufio suppressed. is
0: clearly the oldest and largest of them yeah except for the fat kid i mean just in terms of mass <laughs> but he's the tallest and strongest like he's actually gone through puberty yeah a he's long, like
1: an 18 year old yeah like, where
0: all the other kids are like little tiny seven year olds the one who's like touching his face there right. you are peter you know he's like this yeah. tiny little boy how fast are they going to get murdered by pirates? How do they survive this long? Why don't the pirates just march up the hill and slaughter them in their sleep? I don't get that either.
1: My other issue, here's another thing now that I'm an adult that bothers me as an adult. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have bothered me as a kid, but it does bother me now. It's like the pirates were regularly loading and unloading freight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, why? Where are they
0: going? Yeah. Uh,
1: I understand. Like, I don't know. Do they live in a perpetual thing? Also, what about the harlots? Okay, oh, I understand yeah. Parla- yeah. pirates, and they're very like old school mm-hmm. pirates of the Caribbean type harlots Before yeah. they took them all and tried to, you know, make it safe, yes, um, less less uh, less molesty, yes. Like, do you remember Pirates of the Caribbean? How they would chase everyone around, mm-hmm. and yeah. Well, they, you know, I don't know. They took that all away, right?
0: Well, they didn't take it away. They they made it so that the, uh, instead of the women getting chased by the pirates, it's the other way around. The the women are chasing the pirates like with rolling pins. Interesting. And uh, then, you know, when they were auctioning off that redhead, they changed that scene to where the redhead is like complicit in it now. And they're like auctioning off goods. Oh, okay. And so like she was the one who like planned it in the first place. <laughs> And then her name's Red. She's a redhead. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, but
1: that, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, you, so you have these kind of like mm-hmm. very caricatured harlots, but you still have harlots.
0: Yeah. Okay. Where are they from?
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't get the the whole dynamic. How long are the pirates? I just, the pirates. I think now scenario. I think we
0: should just be happy that we kind of dodged the bullet where they did not show any of the Indians. They just didn't even touch them. that. They're like, we're not even going to sh- go there. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's bound to of be some political un- like incorrectness, Tiger there. Lily or whatever. It's yeah. just like, Ugh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Did you ever watch the? Do you remember the Disney ones?
0: Uh, just vaguely. I mean, I've seen it, but I really, other than just the scenes like from the ride, or like, I just have scenes in my mind. I can't really. The fact
1: that think no one it. in in the in the history of of Disney's uh, you know past. Mm-hmm. Of not being sensitive
0: mm-hmm. to anyone, yes, uh,
1: I don't think people bring that up regularly, but it is intense,
0: oh yeah, yeah. the uh
1: <laughs> the Peter Pan scene,
0: uh, yeah, no, the characterization, I agree. yeah, uh, of the Indians, and yeah, the, yeah, no, that's bad, I mean it's as bad as like the like Brer rabbit stuff, right, where they've like vaulted that forever, yeah, you can't get that movie, yeah, but Peter Pan. It's still out Free reign. Yeah. I guess it's just like, at a certain point, you just have to be like, this is what it was. I've always liked
1: that stance you know, like, is to say, you know what? We made past, but we're not going to hide. Like, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. And, and I guess, but here's the thing. I don't think. Um,
1: we're not proud of it, but they're not going to like. Yeah. You're I not going to erase the problem. You no, don't make but it what go I'm away. Saying is they're
0: not going to like really. If they're gonna do anything with Peter Pan, they're just gonna do another live uh, live action remake. Totally, and just go from there. They're not gonna like really celebrate the animated version ever. It's just kind of in the in the past, and they're, they're and they've of, like, forgotten it. Not right. referencing it really.
1: This was my last thought on it though. Yes, about the live animated one and not loving it that much. Yes, is but we loved it when we were kids. Did you not love it when you were a kid? I loved it. The animated no, Peter Pan. both. Hook? Hook. Did you like Hook? Sorry. I
0: didn't love it. I just already said that to you. Oh, I'm I sorry. I thought it was okay. It was like, it was like <laughs> whatever. I I like, I like could take it or leave it. I would much rather have watched like Karate Kid or something. Oh,
1: there's other movies that are better. You're right. Yes. I'd give you that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Karate Kid, another movie I didn't watch till I was an adult.
0: Oh, so you probably didn't like it then.
1: I loved it. Oh. It was a great movie. I think that holds... See,
0: this. I guess this is another discussion. I feel like movies where, you know, you can't revisit them. You can't do the flashback to them because you never saw it when you were young. I think a lot of those I tend to dislike a lot, like *Goonies*. I didn't see *Goonies* until my twenties. Right, I hated it. Yeah, *Goonies* is not uh, a great movie. Maybe that's just because it's not a good yeah. movie. But you know, I think there's certain movies where you have to see it with that like impressionable. Well, frame I liked mind.
1: *Hook*. I don't think I loved it, but I had fond memories of it. Yes, and it made me think of. These new live action movies, like, you know, the Aladdin movie with Will Smith is getting huge flack.
0: That looks so bad.
1: But it's not for you. And it's not for anyone who's on Twitter. Who's it for? Eight year olds. It's for the exact same demographic that Hook was made for when it was made.
0: That's not, I do, I disagree. It is 100% made for the people who grew up with it.
1: Well, then who was Hook made for?
0: Uh, Steven Spielberg saying, I have this idea and, um, look at me, how I always make tons of money. Let yeah. me make this movie. I yeah, don't know.
1: That's true. I mean, who would have said no to Spielberg in 91?
0: No. Or in, in the entirety of the nineties, no yeah. one, whatever. He, would he be had a his on. they gave him his own movie studio, Yeah, you know? So I, I think, uh, I mean, this is another thing, but I think the live action remakes of the last few years are 100% just like nostalgia. Well, not just nostalgia, but just like there, we have these properties. We can't just let these properties sit without You know, it's just a, it's just a, it's like we
1: have to make a Spider-Man movie every decade, every three years. It's like,
0: it's just like um, optimizing your business. It's like, you can't, you know, you're losing out money for every year. You're not remaking these and like minting a billion dollars for each one that you make. So, but the beauty and the beast made a billion dollars. No, it didn't. Yeah. And it's not good.
1: I never saw it, but I can't believe. I mean, it's a
0: whatever. It's not good.
1: It's not a billion dollar movie, that's for sure. No,
0: but but people have. It's a strong brand in people's minds that they want to see that. Like I want to relive that. So yeah. Okay. So I think I've already said this. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to suggest that you rewatch this.
1: No, don't at all. Don't do it.
0: That's no, our verdict.
1: One hundred percent. If you are. if you've never watched it, don't Mm -hmm. watch it now. It is never worth your time. Yeah. Uh, Secondarily, if you are going to rewatch it, also not worth your time. You'll be disappointed.
0: Yeah. I I mean, it's just there's no point. I will say good things out of it. Good score. Maybe look up that score on Spotify. Mm -hmm. You could relive that and it would make you feel good without having to see the images. Right. Uh, Hoffman is great.
1: Hoffman is dynamite. I will but say this, Hopkins though, is great. Hoffman's a great actor anywhere. If you want to see great acting from from uh, Hoffman, don't go to this movie. You don't need to watch this.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's good in other places. OK. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so let's get to this part of the show. OK. Are there any new pieces of media that you've been oh. doing or hmm. you know, experiencing that you would recommend?
1: Give me a second. You do yours first. Do you have one on the tip of your tongue? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah.
1: I know I'm supposed to think of it, and then I have not thought of it, and I need to.
0: It's okay. It's all right. So we've been watching, or we watched. There's a uh, Netflix series based on a comic book called The Umbrella Academy. Okay, that's kind of famous, though. Is it? Um, Well, it shoots
1: out in my face, but that's just because Netflix wants me to watch it.
0: Yeah, I mean, is there
1: chatter around? I don't think the comic book is famous. No. I mean, right now I mean, maybe this is like old weeks. news. So people right. don't care about this,
0: but I thought it was pretty good. There's mm-hmm. issues I had with it, but it was, it kind of did some different things. And okay. uh, I kind of, I, I, I didn't really like Ellen, Ellen page in it, but I, mm. besides that. Interesting. Also, I'm going to go on a slight tangent here. I'm going to say this just because you are a British actor does not mean you can automatically do a convincing American accent. Okay. I feel like all British actors and English actors think have they this can. idea. They think they can because there's a lot of them who have done great accents, right. American accents. And I feel like it's become this thing where it's like, oh, yeah, we can. Uh, this guy, yeah, he's British. OK, that's fine. Whatever. He'll he'll do it. You know what I mean? Right. So in the Umbrella Academy, there's a guy who's in Game of Thrones. He plays Sam Tarley's brother. Oh, OK. Uh, and he's one of these guys. He does an American accent and it's not good. Basically, ever ever since House, that show, uh, you know, that TV show. Because he does a great American accent. He does accent. a great one, but everyone just copies that where they just lower their voice register and do like gravelly things, you know? Yeah. Like uh Benedict Cumberbatch does the exact same house voice for Doctor Strange. It's exactly yeah. the same. And it's like this guy is trying to do the house voice, but only works like half the time.
1: Is Benedict Cumberbatch uh is Bundle smart? <laughs> is he uh is he British? I didn't know that.
0: Oh, yeah, of That's course. That's a joke. Oh, okay.
1: It didn't land very well. I truly,
0: that truly went straight over my head. <laughs> and it actually is a good joke because he has the most British name in the world. Yeah. I get it now. That was a good joke. I just was uh, oh, you to tell me. Benedict uh, Cumberbatch. I
1: will say this. Can it be old media? Sure. That I'm watching currently? Sure. Um, it's called Millionaire Matchmaker, and I watch it on Hulu. <laughs> and I love it the most. So can I give you the premise? Sure. It's millionaires who want to be, you know... Who want a match made? So they have a hard time finding women. Sometimes men, um, uh, or hard time ugly? finding a partner. No, just because they don't know. Like they've, they they're too used to like being playboys, or they're too used to like. Did they say? I am are rich. Isn't that all yeah. you
0: have to do, right? To, to full. But the point is, they're trying to find a quality women. So they that come in sarcastic. Sorry. So much. they
1: so they come in with like they come in with these lists of like this is what I want this is what I want these are my ideals mm-hmm. and then this woman. Uh, sets up dates for them sometimes yes. the mixers then they choose people mm-hmm. they film the dates and if they she runs a studio on the side mm-hmm. and if you go on tv then you do it for free and it's like 20 grand for her services mm. so she's very good at what she does apparently i've never seen her in reality mm-hmm. uh, they don't get They sometimes they give follow-ups she is the star of the show She's Mm -hmm. wild. She is ruthless. So people will come in and she'll be like, these women will come in to be like, yeah, I'd like to be in your dating thing. And she'll just be like, why are you wearing that? You look ridiculous. <laughs> come back when you've lost 15 pounds. Ooh. She'll just like she just rails on people. She's right every time and she's rude every time. And Is she, she doesn't like say that same to the men though or just to the Totally to the millionaires too. Like to the people who come in with mm. huge money, she's like, "Who cares if you have big money? No one wants a dork, you stupid dork."
0: Okay, that's good. Like I'm, I'm you, glad it's she's, not like it's these universal. Women have to it's to everyone. Yeah, okay.
1: But she's also very defensive like most mm. uh, really aggressive people are. Like you can't say it back to her. Yeah. Or she yells at you that's not the best i i would say i would just say it's 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 fascinating to watch the entire situation um what i really like about it i think is what makes people great business people a lot mm-hmm. of times is what also makes them horrible at relationships like mm. they're headstrong they don't listen to anyone and then you have this professional who's like this is what you need to do yeah and the people who are like okay lady yeah i'll do that like even though she's a jerk about it. Mm -hmm. They're like, I've paid you for your services. You're a pro. Mm -hmm. Okay. They always, it's always good for them every day. And then the people who come in and are like, no, I do things my way. (laughs) And they're always failing. You're like, like, yeah, that's why, that's why you came here. I will say this. I don't know if I, I mean, I like it. Yeah. That's the end. I'd say, uh, I'd say give it a watch or two. Okay. And if you dig it, dig it. If you don't move on.
0: Right. But
1: I would say I wouldn't I only watch it when I'm like playing the computers so and I would never do it solo. Like I don't think I would sit down and yeah, watch it. It's not like, that engrossing.
0: Sunday night. Time it, to put on my favorite program. Yeah,
1: it's and, something you're doing and somewhere and else. And roast. I think she quit in like two thousand and sixteen or something. Okay. Uh but she did it in oh four. It's also interesting to see how times change. Like how yeah. the millionaires changed in two thousand and eight. Mm. Like it's just an interesting show. It's fascinating because I think it's pretty pretty to the point. and I also anytime anyone dates or has a type of relationship which I've always found is an intimate or always thought is like something I would never want other mm-hmm. people to watch, yeah, and they say, I'll do this in front of cameras. Mm-hmm. always is fascinating. So the Bachelor all over like how you would how you would at any time <laughs> in your existence say, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this type of action.' In front of humanity, yeah, is so foreign to me.
0: Yeah, I would not want, yeah, any of my dates ever. Even a date broadcast.
1: now with my wife that I've that I know for a while. I like, think it'd be
0: boring. At the, least a
1: date with my yeah. Yeah, like, I
0: mean, no offense to my wife because we have great dates, but it's like only for us. Yeah, it's because we it'd enjoy. Be like it. us being like. Yeah, the backyard. You know that one spot where uh we need to like put more mulch or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I a lot of that.
1: I don't think yeah. people would really be into that. Yeah, but especially if I tried to hit on someone or like tried to put down a pickup line. Yeah. Could you imagine a failed pickup line and then just well, you're,
0: like, Also, when I was dating, I think I like reused half my I mean, you just do this, you like come upon like a collection of like stories and anecdotes right. and like things you say that is like generally well received and you like repeat those. Right. So people would start to see like, oh you always say this, you know, when you get to the restaurant or whatever and they would yeah. call you out. It would be humiliating. I would hate it. So yeah. I would hate
1: that. Yeah. It would yeah. So that's always fascinating to me. Especially someone who who is worth millions of dollars mm-hmm. says, I will put myself out there for saving twenty thousand. Yeah. I mean you have people in there who's like, well my net worth is thirty one million. Yeah. But I'd love it if you watched me
0: date. They didn't get thirty one million by Spending twenty grand on <laughs> the stuff they could get for free, right? You know, you're right. There right. you go. Well, uh, I feel bad about my recommendation. I feel like now it's too mainstream. It's not cool enough.
1: You think I outcooled you? I thought yeah. I was really obscure.
0: Well, no, it was five. cool. I mean, there you go. All right. Well, I think that's enough time for this episode. Thanks uh, for joining us. Andrew does not have social media. Do not follow him. Do nope. not find him. My Twitter is at Chase McThompson. We have a Twitter for the podcast
1: called the Flashback. Called,
0: uh, it's at the at the Flashback Pod.
1: I was trying to seem hip, but I don't remember. I remember you had to put <laughs> at in front of Twitter hashtag.
0: Yeah, at the Flash. What's well, not a hashtag? It's it's your it's your. No,
1: you should turn off the Twitter now. After you hear, say it one more time. Say what? The name of the Twitter
0: at the Flashback Pod.
1: Yeah. So here's what I would say. Yes. If you want to follow us, we'd love it. If you followed us, I'm going to talk more uh, to chase about Twitter. Should I get back on Twitter?
0: I don't know. Okay. I mean, uh, what arguments do you have against, I well, mean, I got what, off what of it because I'm a teacher oh, okay. and I
1: look back at my tweets that aren't even very skin, but I saw these people like, do you know what it was? It was like some baseball player mm-hmm. said, um, you know, some offensive term, mm-hmm. uh, in When he was 16 to his buddy on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. And people just went crazy about it. And mm-hmm. he's like 28 now. Yeah. So it's like 12 years later, like <laughs> I might be like 26, you know, but he's yeah. like
0: he follows you. You're saying it
1: you, follows you. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need that following. So mm-hmm. the only time I would bring back Twitter is like a dumb teacher Twitter where I was just like talking about education.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'd say that Twitter on a whole it, it makes me happy a little bit and makes me miserable a lot of bit. So, so why are you still on
1: it? That's because that's why I got off Instagram.
0: Because uh, I feel like it's how I stay connected with news and stuff. Mm. I don't watch local news. I don't do anything. It's like, Here's
1: my it's, next question. Yeah. Does the news make you happy or sad? My buddy, I was see- It I, does
0: not make me happy. Why would any news make me happy? That's
1: what I'm saying. It's like It's I talked to him and I was like, but hey, you, you know about if you don't stay X up one, on it, then, then, then it's what? like you feel then like your you're vote not won't paying count?
0: Atten- Well, it feels like you're not paying attention to, to like, what. Things- to how bad our leaders are? I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay, maybe I'll quit Twitter too. <laughs> but for now, it's at Chase McThompson. And you can. This is go like on a there.
1: philosophical discussion I'm currently having, which is, you know, if you remove yourself from these things, mm-hmm. are you happier?
0: And Probably. The, I think the
1: answer completely is yes. Yeah. When I took myself off Twitter and when I took myself off Instagram, See, I have Instagram, been happier.
0: I get a different vibe from because I feel like people. Share happier things on Instagram because it's photos.
1: I will say this. You know? Yeah, that's fair. You can feel. I did not feel that way. Mm. But that's because the suggested things I would go to and it would be like sites I didn't like. Don't go
0: to them. Don't look at the suggested them.
1: I know. I know that.
0: <laughs> All my suggested things are like watches and uh, right, like stuff like that now.
1: I, I don't know what to tell you. Because I have bad hobbies, I guess. All I'm saying is that's what happened.
0: Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, if you did. (laughs) I hope you got through this. The point is, don't watch Hook. It's bad. If you like it, you're probably wrong. And join us next week on The Flashback. Or next time, not next week. I do not promise to do this weekly. See ya. See ya.